I'm Maureen, a former kindergarten teacher turned mom on the road, and this is Asha. You're listening to Readers on the Road. A village full of Valentines by James Stephen. James Stevenson. James Stevenson. Six stories. Story number one, Clifford's Rule. Sending any Valentines this year, Clifford? Asked Maureen. Certainly not, said Clifford. Why not, said Maureen. I have a strict rule, said Clifford. I never send a Valentine to anybody unless they send me one first. You might have to wait a while, said Maureen. I already have, said Clifford. How long, said Maureen. Fifty-six years, said Clifford. Story number two. Mona, Tina, and Mary Lou. I have an idea, said Mona. What is it, said Tina. Let's hear it, said Mary Lou. Why don't we make Valentine's together this year, said Mona. Great idea, said Tina. It will save time. And we'll have fun working together, said Mary Lou. I'll cut out the hearts with scissors, said Mona. I'll paste on the frilly stuff, said Tina. What will I do, said Mary Lou. You can address the envelopes, said Mona. Wait a minute, said Mary Lou. That's no fun. Okay, said Tina. You can lick stamps. Stamps are icky, said Mary Lou. Why don't you lick stamps? All right, all right, said Mona. You can cram little flowers and hearts and things on the envelopes. How's that? I don't want to do envelopes, said Mary Lou. I want to do the insides. We're doing the insides, said Tina. I want to use scissors, said Mary Lou. I had scissors first, said Mona. I want to use paste, said Mary Lou. Wait, said Mona, I have an idea. What is it, said Tina. Let's all do our own valentines, said Mona. Fine, said Tina. Then we can surprise each other. And we can still be friends, said Mary Lou. They all went home and got to work. Story three, Donald's special valentine. Here's your valentine, you lucky bird, said Donald to Trisha. Where's mine? Uh, This looks a lot like that valentine Barbara gave you last year, said Trisha. Does it? said Donald. A lot, said Trisha, and wrinkled, too. You could smooth it out, said Donald. Thanks, said Trisha. So where's mine, said Donald. I'm kind of in a hurry. "Mm, Shut your eyes and put out your hand, said Trisha. This better be special, said Donald. It is, 
said Trisha. Donald shut his eyes and put out his hand. There, said Trisha. Happy Valentine's Day. Donald opened his eyes. Where is it? he said. In your hand, said Trisha. The world's tiniest valentine. Do you like it? How can I tell, said Donald. Hold it very carefully so it doesn't blow away, said Trisha. Like this, said Donald. He cupped his hands. Exactly, said Trisha. Make sure you don't lose it. Can I show it to other people? asked Donald. Mm, you could give them a quick look, said Trisha, if you're careful. Donald walked away. Who wants to see my tiny valentine? he called. Story number four. The most beautiful valentine ever made. David was walking past Murray's house when he heard groaning and moaning from inside. David knocked on the door. It's me, he said. Is that you, groaning and moaning, Murray? Yes, David, it is, said Murray. I'm very miserable. David went in. Still working on your valentine for Beatrice, he said. Yes, said Murray with a moan. This is the third day, and I'm getting nowhere. The floor was heaped with red paper hearts. Murray looked worn out. What's the problem? asked David. I want to give Beatrice the most beautiful valentine ever made, said Murray. And it's not easy. He began cutting another heart from a new sheet of red paper. David looked at the piles of hearts on the floor. Some were shaped like this, or this, or this, or this. All different kinds of shapes, like this. Look at all those funny shapes. They kind of look like hearts, but not quite. Hmm. How does this one look? said Murray, holding his newest heart up to the light. Uh, it's a little fatter on one side than the other, said David. Murray began snipping. No, no, not that side, said David. The other side. Murray snipped the other side. Now is it okay? He said. Uh, well, it looks kind of skinny, said David. Skinny and sad. Murray groaned. He crumpled up the heart and threw it on the floor. I may have to give up. He said, the most beautiful valentine ever made is just too hard. Why did he swap away all the valentines? We'll see. He sat down. Of course it is, said David. Why don't you make the second most beautiful valentine ever made? Hmm. That would be a lot easier, said Murray. Or tenth, said David. That's possible, said Murray. Beatrice would like that, wouldn't she? said David. Oh, of course, said Murray. She'd love it. How about the 25th, said David. The 25th I could make by tomorrow, said Murray. He grabbed a broom and began to sweep up. 
David went out the door. Behind him, he could hear snipping. And then Murray began to sing. Story number five. Nobody likes me. Happy Valentine's Day, Curtis, said Miriam. That's easy for you to say, said Curtis. What's the matter? asked Miriam. Nothing much, said Curtis. Just that nobody likes me and I'll never get a valentine. Don't give up too soon, said Miriam. She went away, but in a few minutes she was back. She handed Curtis a valentine. Thanks, Miriam, said Curtis. He put the valentine in his shopping bag. I hope you feel better soon, said Miriam, waving goodbye. I'll try, called Curtis, sniffling. Avery came down the street. Hi, Curtis, he said. How is it going? Okay, said Curtis. Did you get any valentines, said Avery. Curtis reached into his shopping bag and he pulled out a handful. Twelve so far, he said. That's funny. He was tricking people saying he didn't get Valentine's. All right, story number six, Gus. Everybody in the village liked Gus, the tailor, and they all sent him Valentine's. Gus wished he could send a Valentine back to each one, but he couldn't. This year, Gus decided things would be different. All year long, he saved bits of red thread in the back of his shop. By summer, the thread made a ball half as tall as Gus himself. And by February, the ball was higher than his head. Late in the afternoon before Valentine's Day, when most people were home having their supper, Gus pushed the big ball of thread out the door of his shop and down the icy street, rolling it like a snowball. The thread trailed behind him. An hour later, when he finally got back to his shop, the ball was almost gone. The next morning, Gus opened his shop, as usual. The first customer was Veronica. Would you sew a button on this coat, Gus? She asked. Certainly, Veronica, said Gus. Oh, I almost forgot, said Veronica. Today is Valentine's Day, isn't it? I believe it is, Veronica, said Gus. Did you make any Valentines? asked Veronica. One, said Gus. Just one. Hmm, I wonder what he made. We'll have to see. Story number seven, The Valentine Show. In the late afternoon, everybody in the village went to Sydney's barn to see the Valentine show. They sat on piles of straw and watched the acts. First, there was the Sweetheart Ballet. What in the world is that supposed to be? said Clifford. It's a heart, said Vicky. Looks like two skunks and a fat bear to me, said Clifford. <laughs> Look at how those skunks made their tails look like a heart. Then Lester the snake came on stage. Now we're all going to sing, he said. All together now, watch my tail. One, two. 
Let me call you sweetheart. Everybody sang the song and clapped. Hooray for Lester, they cried. Lester bowed. Next, Clayton came on stage. Here's a special weather report, he said. A big cloud is headed our way. It doesn't look like rain exactly, or snow either. It looks like... Valentine's! And a shower of Valentine's hearts came floating down from the rafters, where Mona, Tina, and Mary Lou were dumping paper bags full of hearts. Everybody cheered! Then, Gus the tailor leaned over the railing at the top of the barn. Don't go home just yet, please, he called. You are all invited to come up here for cookies, cider, and one last valentine. Everybody went up the stairs. Gus gave them cider and passed the cookies. Delicious, said Maureen. Not bad, said Marie. I don't see any valentine, said Clifford. You said we'd get a valentine, Gus. Ah, I almost forgot said Gus. He put down the cookies. I guess it's time for the valentine, everybody. Where is it? said Beatrice. Yes, where? said Miriam. Look out the windows, said Gus. Everybody crowded around the windows and looked out. At first, they didn't see anything. Then Tina cried, I see a red thread. I see it too, cried Mona. Then everybody saw the one red thread that was lying on the snow. It goes around the entire village, said Clifford. It's in the shape of a heart, said Mona. It's a valentine, said Mary Lou. A giant valentine for all of us. Everybody clapped and cheered. Thank you, Gus, they said. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day, said Gus. The end.